Welcome to Get Involved Referee with me, Lindsay Heron, and Steve Conroy and Des Roach as we look back at uh, an eventful weekend in the Scottish Cup. Celtic winning through to face Inverness Callie Thistle, a famous nemesis from about 23 years ago. But anyway, what a remarkable setup that's going to be. The Highlanders going down to face Celtic, having knocked out Falkirk in the first semi final. But let's focus, guys, uh, on the Rangers Celtic match first of all. And my goodness, it didn't have uh, a fair bit of drama to begin with as our match official had to pull out of the game just, what, literally half an hour before kickoff, Steve? That would certainly save Don's uh, nerves, only having 10 minutes uh, to, to worry about it. But unfortunate for, for Willie, but Don certainly came out smelling of roses. Was he, that was his first Celtic Rangers game? Yeah. Handled it superbly. And to come in with only 10 minutes notice, I think that's that's testament to the uh, the standard of the guy. I thought yeah. he had a fantastic game. Yeah, he's great. I've been, I've been Don's number one supporter for a long time uh, and had conversation with him last night and congratulating him on how well he done and that's what he's come back and said to me he's like 10 minutes notice you just got on with it and you know what he got on with it absolutely great it was a, probably the most robust Celtic Rangers game we've seen for a long time but that was down to the management of Don Don allowed it it was a competitive game nothing went too far absolutely fantastic brilliant debut for Don well, we're all concerned, you know, that um, there might be fireworks with Willie in charge because uh, sometimes he's quick uh, quick to reach for his pocket, isn't he? Well, um, I think the only challenge of any substance was the Lundstrom one. And I, I think it probably merited a, a yellow. Don decided just to have a quiet word, in inverted commas, with the, with the player. High-risk strategy, but it worked for him. Um, but I suspect if it had been an, another referee in his place, it might have been a red. That's what I mean, that, you know, another referee could have given that Abs- challenge. Absolutely. That could quite easily have led to a red card. And what you talked about it, Des, it's quite similar to the, the challenges that have, have raised controversy in the last few weeks. The Graham Shinney one uh, against Jack Baldwin, and then the one involving Hibbs and St Johnston as well, where the, the follow-through catches the player. What did you think of it? I agree with Steve. If it was me, I would probably go for a yellow. It's a high-risk strategy to take after two minutes in a game. So yeah, it did it did flag up to me. However, what you need to take in is the greater picture. Don managed that situation mm-hmm. and he managed the game overall. And I don't really think you're looking for too many players making a clamour for it. So yeah, it was a high risk strategy. Okay, I think most folk would probably think there would be a sanction for it. But do you know what? He got it right. He's managed the game thereafter. And I think the players then knew what the tempo was set at. I think that was the big thing. The players knew that, right, okay, we can go, we can have a tackle, we can go on it, and Don would be on top of it. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah, it was James Jago, wasn't it, of Hibs, who was involved mm-hmm. in the, the, the incident with St. Johnson, and he had his red card rescinded. So this is this is the confusion. Fans just don't know what's happening. Graham Shinney gets an extra game for having the audacity to, to for Aberdeen to appeal against it. Jago gets his rescinded, uh, and nothing happens to Lundstrom at all when, when he has a, a, a slide in on Kyogo. Every game is played on its own individual merits, though, and... You know, that that tackle, and I don't, even though I think some people could have red carded that, I don't think that was, and I don't agree with the shinny one or the, the Hibs one, mm-hmm. I, but I've, I've heard the arguments for why it possibly was a red card. There weren't any of those. I don't think the same mitigations for um, Lundstrom yesterday. Yeah, some people could have given a red card, but each game is played on its own merits. 
two minutes into a Celtic Rangers uh, Cup semi-final and we all thought it was going to be blood and thunder. If he'd started red carding people with two minutes gone, yeah. God knows uh, what could have happened. <laughs> High risk and it worked and it worked for him because he's shown himself to be totally, totally on top of it. it. I think he showed a lot of maturity mm. in the game. I think that was the big thing. And that, that's Don's that's Don's personality. Don talks to players and he, he manages the game through it. And whether it's two minutes in or two minutes to go, I don't think anybody's talking about the referee today. And Sorry, not in untoward terms. No, I think everybody's, no. everybody's praising him. And well, there's quite, quite, a, rightly so. quite a lot of chatter on social media about the Lundstrom challenge for sure. Mm-hmm. From the Celtic side of things, as you might imagine. Right, that's about the only one that, that's really sort of raised... Um, eyebrows if you like in terms of the overall performance um, the first yellow card that he handed out was was a Borna Barisic challenge on Matt O'Reilly again very robust sliding right through the player mm-hmm. um, again some think that might have been red what did you reckon? I didn't think red for at all clear yellow perfectly happy with that there can be no complaint for it. no it, it didn't even cross my mind it was a red no he's, 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 he's entitled to challenge for the ball at that moment in time so yeah he's when use that word robust again he's went for the ball but no not a red card no but having already succumbed to one ch- to caution Barisic then risks a second one uh, in the other penalty area where he it looks as if he's challenged by Kyogo falls to the floor claims for a penalty uh, but he wasn't actually fouled the game was played on but Don didn't take any action there no I didn't think he, he needed to per- personally speaking I thought that Barisic went to play the ball but caught his studs and did a bit of a tumble after that <laughs> I think he was at it uh, claiming for a penalty I think covering up for the fact that he just made an arse of it <laughs> just made an arse of it aye. Um, but no I, I, that, that wasn't a caution that wasn't a dive no he's 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 entitled to try and get through but I, I, like Steve I think he's just caught his studs in the turf and he's thought oh right I'll cover Mo and Grace here yeah um, try to make up for the fact that aye, you so eloquently put it made an arse of it so claiming for a penalty isn't isn't deemed simulation then, it's only the act in itself. The act in itself, everybody claims. You claim for offside, you claim for <laughs> throw-ins, you claim for your shot of the water bottle, although we'll talk about that later. Nah, you claim, for, you claim for everything. Again, Robertson's got that one right in Spot your view. The, the whole incident involving the, the setup for the Celtics goal, was that a free kick? Raskin goes in on Matt O'Reilly and stops him from from advancing into the penalty area, and he, that's why he stops because he thinks the referee's going to blow the whistle. Doesn't? Oh, absolutely, it's a foul every day of the week, but it's it's up to Don to give the foul. But you know, we we were messaging yesterday. It's primary five defending, play uh-huh. the whistle, and to see there was at least three of them stopped. Bloody hell, are you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, no, obviously O'Reilly saw it and thought, "No, I'm I'm having some of this." Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. I mean, you, you're taught and <laughs> I wouldn't even say primary five defending. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you're taught play to the whistle and Rangers just switched off. So mm. they're the victims of their own downfall there. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And other mistakes cost Rangers in a, in a big major occasion, hasn't it? Ah, well, it's not the first time. So just going back to Don getting the gig I mean obviously fourth officials are primed to take over If there is a problem with the referee Has that happened to either of you in your careers? Do you recall? Not that I remember, no No No. The the very first fourth official game I did was uh, at Tynecastle Hearts Celtic And Jim Jeffries was was the manager (laughs) And it was Bedlam, that was the days of Maravchik and all these kind of things. And it was Willie Young was the ref. And he he was getting to the end of his time. He could barely run. And I remember every time when he turned he, to... When, <laughs> when could he run? Every time he, he turned to run backwards, I thought, oh, Christ, I'm on here. Um, but <laughs> that, that, was, that was the closest I ever got. 
No, the first the first fourth official guy I done was uh, it was Rangers Hearts, and I think Hearts won four 0 Alan Johnson scored the hat trick. Oh yeah, it was at Ibrox. I always remember Walter Smith came running down because he never came at half time. He came running down and said, "Are you going to stop over an effing coffee moment?" We were chatting aside, but no, I've I try to think it was F, was it Craig that day or Alan Muir? I can't remember, but I remember watching it and thinking, if I need to go on, I need to be ready. But for Don to get it, that was probably the best way for Don to get it. Ten mm-hmm. minutes, no warning. It's like a like a, like a nuclear alarm, right? You're in. So, uh-huh. uh, and he done fantastic. He was absolutely brilliant. So what does this mean for Don now in terms of uh, advancement in his career? That was his first all-firm match, for example, and he's shown he can handle it. Does that rocket him up the, the ratings and the SFA powers that be will now say, well, tell you what, he's our man for the big games now? I would hope so. And, and again, we've, we've said many a time that we don't understand the thinking uh, that goes on up there, but if he comes out with anything other than huge credit from then they're even beyond my thoughts of them but he's shown it in, in the circumstances that he had to come in and we all talked about it um, you know it's it's the end of Ranger seasons uh, now mm-hmm. so it was such a high risk game and he came in and he sailed it yep yeah. he sailed it he, he, he looked as though he'd done a hundred of these games yeah I think when you look at your Nick Walsh's John Beaton's Willie Collins the guys that would always be considered for those games Don's right in the mix now He's got to be because he what, he's, be. what he's done there yesterday at short notice, no nerves, put on a strong performance. Yeah, Don's, Don's right in amongst it. Mm-hmm. So there's no longer a big five, there's a big six. Is that what you think, maybe? I hope so. <laughs> maybe some of the old guard dropping out of the top. Well, mm-hmm. I think there might be. Well, that's interesting you say that. And also, would it have a knock-on effect in his potential uh, European matches next season? He's done European conference league matches so far. He's done some Champions League qualifiers in the really early stages. Uh, is it sort of lower-ranked teams? I mean, is that type of performance looked at by UEFA as well? All performances are. Um, and it's obviously, it's up to the, the SFA input as well. But they, they've got their own um, assessment uh, system. But again, they, they'll know about it. Obviously, they'll know about it. But um, it can't do them anything other than the world of good. But yeah, I, I would imagine you've shown. If you can do a Celtic Rangers Cup semi-final, you can do any game. Well, what's the process there? with the SFA sort of send on the information to UEFA and say, look, we think this guy's ready for bigger games? Or is that They'll notify UEFA what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not awful sure. Um, they, they might do, but even unofficially saying he, he had a cracking game. Yeah. But yeah, UEFA aren't stupid, so they'll they'll know exactly what's going on at the weekend. Well, Q Dallas is in there as well, so you would like to think that he'd be well, bat- batting for our boys. Mm-hmm. Um, whether he does, we're looking at each other, <laughs> and, we, <laughs> and we both we both know. Uh, but yeah, certainly wouldn't have done any harm, and I think he's deserving of higher level games. Uh, and then absolutely. it's only and then it's only up to him how he then gets on. But yeah, no, today's Don's day. Yeah, aye. I mean, he's only—I think he's only thirty-six. So he's, you know, he's got at least a good 10, 15 years in him at, at this level with a bit of luck. You would hope at least a decade of it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Thirty-six. He's only a boy. <laughs> I remember he ran the line to me in the the junior cup final. Well, he was yes. in my training area uh, yeah. in Glasgow. So when he uh, when he first started as a boy, um, I mean, he was always about twelve foot five. But I, all those years ago, started as a wee boy. No. <laughs> 
Um, the other semi-final, of course, it was almost inevitable that two teams that don't use VAR all season were going to be involved in a major decision. And it, only, it took only about three minutes for, for VAR to interfere in the, or get involved rather, in the in the Scottish Cup semi-final between Falkirk and Inverness. And again, it's it's a really contentious handball, Steve. I am at the point now where I we, we've had these discussions. I don't know what handball is. Really, really don't know. That, in, in my mind... And we all know the, the phrase, he's making yourself big, it's unnatural. He wasn't making himself big. There was nothing unnatural in that movement at all. His hands were together. He was turning to get out of the way. Um, he had no intent, and we've said it, he had no intentions of handling that ball. He was hardly making himself big. And it can't be deemed, in my simple mind, to be unnatural. He was trying to get out of the way. He was turning to it. And we keep saying it, you know, it's, it's fine for the ref. And I think the ref called it right but for somebody else to have a look at that and say that that's that's a penalty but it happens every single week up here so their our guys are clearly being coached that that is a handball and is a penalty so much as people are screaming and shouting about it don't blame the ref they're doing what they're told well we always say that it's, that it's down to the education and, and and the coaching never in a million years never is that a penalty kick the proximity yep the speed, the boy's turning his back. He's Leon looking, McCann, he couldn't do much yeah, about it, it could yeah. what, what can he do? And how often have we said it? It's got to go down to the wording now of deliberate or unintentional. That was unintentional. Well, so why did Nick give it then? Because Nick Walsh well, went Nick over to the monitor. No, he's, he went over to the monitor. I, I, I agreed. Because VAR, VAR gave him but it. He didn't have to give it. He didn't have to. And I would have loved, loved Nick to go across to that and just went, no. I would love Nick to have went across yeah. and said but no. We are still saying that Nick is our best referee just now. Yep. So if the best is going to have a look at that and calling that as a penalty, he he's and the rest of the guys has he's been, told, been told that that's a handball. No, it was n never... It's ludicrous if that, that can would, be taken yeah. as a penalty. Absolutely ludicrous. I think it would have been, in as much as we applaud Nick and and, and, and rate him so highly, yeah. I would love to have just went across and went, no, how can you get out of the way of that? How, I mean, honestly, I, 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 to me... Beggar's belief. That beggar's a belief. And to me, the whole team's complicit within it and going, aye, okay, that's a handball. And you're like, never, <laughs> never. They, they should just... And again, you know, the silence is deafening. Um, but by, by inference, that's what uh, our guys are being, or how we are being told to interpret it. Come out and tell us. Because, and the, again, there's been some, there's been the Barisic one, there was another Rangers one, I can't remember. But it Doesn't has to be one. One, one or the other. Come out and tell us if it touches your hand in the penalty area, it's a penalty. But even then, that just makes it a complete lottery. Yeah. I, I've got every bit of chance of blutering the ball and... <laughs> It hitting somebody's hand as Lionel Messi. It's it's an absolute Steady. farce. Steady. <laughs> I, okay, maybe. But it comes down to the same thing. It's an absolute lottery. And if that poor guy gets called for that being a handball, then all bets are off. You just get in the box and blow it on the ball. Aye. And it put, it put Falkirk in the back foot right away. And I don't know if you saw them. Actually, they actually played pretty well uh, in that first half. But Inverness were clinical and, and, and put them to the sword. Uh, and I've earned their... Their day in the sun against Celtic at Hamden, which would be fantastic for them and uh, the Highlands in general. And they're also trying to get promotion through the playoffs. So it's a, a really exciting time for them. Good end to the season. Yeah. I, just want, I meant to touch on the Pyros actually at Hamden as well. Uh, I know it's not really a refereeing uh, situation, but it certainly, 
added to the stress for Don as he had to wait for the bloody smoke to clear before he could get going. Yeah, well, we're talking about 10 minutes, only 10 minutes, so you've got nothing to worry about. Standing there for what seemed an eternity <laughs> waiting for that smoke to, to clear, that couldn't have, that couldn't have been good. Is that why get away with the film? <laughs> <laughs> Still too much smoke. That couldn't have been good for his nerves, but you know, fair play to him, he kept composed. But who let off all that lot and not a puff of wind to get to get rid of that what do you think about it because clearly it was obviously orchestrated by both sets mm-hmm. of fans because you could see it uh, the way it worked out why are they being allowed in with these flares god knows that's high, god that's, knows. that's higher than our station yeah, yeah. beyond our pay grade yeah um but or do you think it adds to the the occasion no no nope um it causes things like that and only for the, the grace of god if you're so inclined uh, do people not get injured i think someone was burned uh a recent match it was a hand it was a hand wasn't it holding a flare yeah that that was uh, at the end of last season when one reportedly went off in his hand that's right Um, it's it's madness Um, so we we just let it go on until somebody does get hurt I don't look at in those kind of situations with the pyros I don't look at it as a referee I look at it as a parent and I'm going if my son is sitting next to me then I'm holding him and I'm grabbing him in because you're like that what's next is somebody going to throw something I don't get it I really, I really don't. And I know they like to think it's going to be part of the, the atmosphere or the ambience, but I'm not a big fan of it. I've no, got to not admit. for me. And there weren't too many nasty flashpoints in the game, but there was a bit of petulance from Todd Cantwell oh. where he wouldn't allow uh, Rio Hatati to get a bottle of water from the Rangers kit man's bag. Utterly pathetic. <laughs> Seriously, to pick the bag up and throw it away. What's... What was he thinking? Is he trying to show the Rangers fans that he doesn't like Celtic? Aye, I ready and all that sort of stuff. And then, God love him, he's, he's taking so many pelters. Um, Morelos, uh, so we, it was Hatati, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, just motioned to Morelos, can I get a, a wee drink of your water? And it was along the lines of, well, of course you can. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most petulant thing oh. I think I've ever seen mm-hmm. yeah because I'm going to give you a sip of water because that's going to make you not score another I goal uh, 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 and come on man what age are you utterly pathetic pathetic enough. absolutely pathetic but it was obviously noticed because in lots of the breaks later on there was uh, people of both persuasions uh, just drinking the, the same bottles so <laughs> obviously it had not gone unnoticed <laughs> Okay, who gets the final then? Uh, obviously, that, the difficulty is that Don, having done a semi-final, it doesn't normally get a final, but it happened last season when Nick got the, the, the final, didn't he? Yeah, it happened oh, last season. We, uh, sorry, what happened last season when uh, Willie got a semi-final and then did the final? Yeah, we've already had a chat. We think it'll be John Beaton, but it should be Don Robertson. Don refed it yesterday, but he was listed as fourth official. So in the, in, in the way that they, they've worked up to now, being fourth official... For a semi means you're in me a shout yep. for the final. So it shouldn't count against him because uh, Willie uh, pulled his muscle um, and the fact that he had an absolutely outstanding game. Mm-hmm. Um, we think, it, I think it'll be John Beaton, but it should be Don Robertson. Yeah, I agree. I, th- I think it will be John Beaton, but wholeheartedly behind the the nomination for Don to get it. He, 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 he was outstanding yesterday and that should enhance his reasons to get the final mm-hmm. and he thoroughly deserves it because he's been a stalwart over numerous years so yeah I'd be more than happy to see Don Robertson get the Scottish Cup final Is it not an open goal for the SFA to give him this game you know what I mean? You would hope yes. so Yes <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely it is um, but as we, as we keep saying well maybe as I keep saying common sense and the SFA aren't normally a good bedfellows <laughs> no, it's just come to my just come to my mind after the pelters that Don got Last week for not giving the penalty. I'm so pleased 
so pleased that he uh, put in that performance this weekend. Oh no, absolutely. And as we say, we're talking about SFA and Bedfellows. They've been silent again, haven't they? They've mm-hmm. been absolutely silent. It's ridiculous. It's quite astonishing. You think they would come out when a good news story like this comes out. That's your promotion. That's your, uh-huh. you, you go out there and you, and you publicise well it. Well done, Don. We're glad he stepped into the beach. Uh-huh. That's mm-hmm. an, an open goal for them. Yeah. Hamden hide and seek champions. Well done, Don Robertson. And well done, Des and Steve. We'll see you next time on Get Involved Referee. <laughs> <laughs>